1: During this month of Mother's Day, we are hoping that we can find new and special ways to celebrate you and your moms and each other. Athena and I had the pleasure recently of speaking with Andrea of Astoria and Heels. Andrea is a corporate working mom of two little girls and the wife of a wonderful husband. She resides in Astoria, Queens, New York City and enjoys exploring the neighborhood and taking part in all it has to offer. On her blog, she's available to help diverse women navigate life as a mom while thriving in their corporate careers and doing it stylishly. Her blog serves as a place for her to share her experiences as a corporate working mom and to spread those tips on how we can take the lead in the workplace. and I really enjoyed this conversation and all the ideas that surfaced about how to juggle a busy life and
2: set boundaries and be true to yourself we hope you enjoy it as well
1: hi Andrea we are really excited to welcome you to Torn MLB how are you today
3: Hi, Mimi and Athena. I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to be a part of this
1: today as well. So I was just wondering if you could just share with our listeners a little bit about your family dynamic,
3: who you live with, ages of your children, if you have any pets. Sure. I live in Astoria, Queens with my husband and our two daughters, Chloe, who's three years old, three and a half, and Celine, who is just about to be 18 months. We don't have any pets, because my husband insists that if we do, he'd be the only one taking care of them. <laughs> and he's probably right.
1: <laughs> sure. So as um, we were connecting, um, let us know how, what your overall impressions of motherhood are as you think about our lens of like, just what it's like to be torn and what, what the behind the scenes of motherhood really are like. like. What are your overall impressions in the time you've been a mom?
3: Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? <laughs> I, honestly, I could start by saying nobody really told me the truth. Mm. <laughs> um, it's funny because I'm a completely, I can say a completely different person than I was maybe five years ago. I was never that person who had that er- yearning for to be a mom. Um, so when I did decide, it was funny, my husband was more that one, like, I want kids. And I was like, uh, uh, Okay. <laughs> And then I, the reason, like, I use this as the reason why we had kids. I was like, well, who's going to watch these kids you want? And he's like, my mom will. And I was like, well, who's going to drive them there? And he's like, I will. I was like, okay, we have kids.
1: (laughs) That was an easy negotiation.
3: (laughs) So it's crazy because you grow up seeing all these movies, TVs about, oh, having it all. Women can't have it all. You can't have it all. Do this and whatever. And then I became a mom. And I remember, I was always in my career. I was always big into, went to, you know, I went to University of Florida. I studied accounting. And I've been doing accounting ever since. It's 20 years now. I stuck with that. And I was always just career, 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 career. And then I became a mom. And I was like, this really is a question. Can you have it all? Can you do both? Like, I thought it was just made for movies. Um, and then it really hit me that, oh, this, it's not, I can't just jump into my career and not think about other things like motherhood and how I get a parent and take care of my kids. So I guess my impression of motherhood is that it, not to say it's like the movies, it's definitely not like the Mm -hmm. movies, but there's so much more that I guess growing up and seeing my friends who had kids much younger than me, I still didn't see everything. So you really don't know. And it's always, I think for maybe every mom, it's always gonna be new and not knowing really what's to come so that's like my biggest impression of motherhood is like i still am still figuring it out
1: now i love that you're highlighting what seems to be the the theme whenever we speak to anyone is like no one ever told me (laughs) that's exactly why we started (laughs) this podcast it's like what's this conspiracy why are they keeping it under wraps people need to make this choice informed so i wonder what is a situation where you found yourself like the having it all ideas definitely one that mothers have to weigh so much and especially in our society where we know we're trying to get that equality amongst parents um like moms and dads or both parents mm-hmm. in different dynamics um but what was one of the scenarios where you find yourself asking like what is my habit all in this situation right
3: actually I think I learned early on, not too early on, but when I moved to New York and I started at a, a bigger company, we had um, like luncheons, the women of the team in my level had luncheons with higher leveled up VPs and higher uh, managing directors. And one of the um, my coworkers asked um, an executive level, level person, she's like, how do you balance you know, the work life with your kids balance? And she answered by saying, I just let them know that I'm not gonna be at every birthday. And at that moment in time, and this is before I even wow. like had my children, but I was dating my future husband. And I knew at that moment, that's not the level that I wanna be at in my mm. career. I never want to turn to my kids and say, I'm not gonna be at your birthday because I have to take care of something for work. <laughs> so for me, I learned at that moment that my having it all, I'm gonna define it myself. And it doesn't mean I have to be at the, sitting at the top of a, a company To have it all and not see my kids. Having it all for me is I'm going to make it on my own terms. I'm going to redefine it for myself and prioritize it how I want. So having it all for me is, yes, still being successful in my career to the point where I can still come home and see my kids and be at their birthdays.
0: I, I love that you're defining that, that you have to set your own bar, your own boundaries, because that's one of the things I'm constantly voicing with memes it's you know who am I like the other way I look at it is like who am I going to disappoint right and Mm -hmm. so choosing that hey, it's my coworkers and my career ladder that I may in their eyes be disappointing as I'm not trying to race up that ladder as fast as everybody else who that's their priority because my priority right now is my children. And it's okay to choose that and it's not a negative thing. And I think your words are truly inspiring and kind of like on your blog and I, I kinda want you to dig like give us a little more about this. Cause I think it kind of links to your blog where you say, I'm here to inspire other working moms to be confident and keep doing what you have always done and do it stylishly. Mm-hmm. Life doesn't have that <laughs> life doesn't stop. And neither should you like, if you can give us more into that, cause I think that's exactly what you're defining there by setting your own boundaries and your own trajectory. Yes,
3: yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. I, you know, working in a corporate atmosphere for as long as I have, I realize you know there are people. It's it is a it is a ladder, and it's a it's a it's a race sometimes for other people. And sometimes I want to say, hey, I'm I'm not racing you. I'm in my own lane. <laughs> you have your lane, stay, stay in your lane. My <laughs> lane. But you know that's not always the case. So to balance it out, though, I know I've defined what having it all is for myself. But it's interesting what I've noticed especially where you know i'm in the finance field mm-hmm. so i know that yes maybe i'm not trying to jump to that next level right now because i have really small children but at the same time i don't let that be known at work because a lot of times when you just let it be known it's like they forget you mm-hmm. completely and correct so two years from now when i am ready they'll be like oh they already put you in the backburn for sure So you have to kind of go in. I kind of, you know, separate. Definitely people know I have a family. They know I have kids. But when I go in, I'm talking about work. You know, we can have a five-minute or 10-minute conversation. Yeah, I I have a family. I'm not hiding it. But I'm going in and I'm saying I can do it. There is no I can't do it. But I make my boundaries and let them know what I'm able to do for a given amount of time. But at the same time, you know, women in, in the corporate world... You know, companies, I think, need to understand. They know who they hired. We're established, we're professional. We're coming in there to do a job. Having children's not going to stop us from Mm -hmm. doing the job. (laughs) It's like our brain didn't just stop. Okay, there's sometimes a mom brain, but our (laughs) brain didn't stop. We have a family. We're there because we want to be there. We want to succeed. You know, sometimes there's that old, you know, old views that like, oh, they don't. They just want to come in. No, that's not the case. Like we're there for a reason, but we have our own definition. We, I don't need to share that with, you know, every coworker. I know what I want for myself and, but I'm going in there and I'm still going to put every best foot forward. The
1: other part is that we can be so innovative within our families for our children to make it happen, to make the the dance class and get to the birthday party and pick up the gift mm-hmm. and have dinner or like delegate within our family who's going to do those parts for it to happen that we can also be really innovative about how we make that happen and that also we need the the freedom to be able to do that so that we know what we're committing to rather than it being like a limiting like ceiling for us yeah
3: definitely i completely agree i we're, we're really good at that you know moms we're able to like do this get the sun <laughs> we're that's like we do it at home we can do it everywhere yeah <laughs> That's like one of
0: our superpowers. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say the best remedy to bringing out the best project manager in myself was becoming a mom mm-hmm. <laughs> because I needed well, yeah. I needed the structure to maximize my time and focus where I was, you know. And I saw the difference and like the maturity and the evolution of myself, my character. Um, through becoming a mom and seeing, oh, I no longer procrastinate because I know I don't have those hours anymore to keep um, dragging this painful piece of the project out. I'm just going to get it done and move on
3: to the next thing. So that is so true. Because before I had my kids, you know, yeah, I was fine sitting at work a little longer than usual, because I'm like, okay, I don't have to rush home, I can take on a little bit more. But now I'm like, all right, let's knock this out. <laughs> get the project done as it comes and don't put it off anymore because I want to get home. I want to, I want to, I want to see <laughs> the kids.
0: Yes. Well, let's stop the weekend work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So
3: do you have any advice
0: on how you declutter your mind, your mental space when you're like consumed at work and like working on a big account or working on a big project and then you have to transition to
3: home and
0: still make that time with your family, quality time?
3: Yeah, definitely. I've always kind of been one to carp- carp- mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I'm pretty good at leaving work at work. I think that's very important to do because when I come home, I don't want to constantly talk about work, talk about clients, talk about spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> who wants to talk about spreadsheets? <laughs> uh, so... I definitely walk in the door and know okay I mean and another thing as a mom like you're so busy with what's inside your home anyways it's really good to easily so it's really easy to focus on what's in your home so it's about kind of shutting the door on one like leaving that getting up from the computer you know Mm -hmm. logging off and walking outside and then that's it Like, even during lunch, when I would go to lunch with a coworker and they want to talk about work, I'm like, oh, oh, mm -hmm, (laughs) let's let's have some, like, little us time right now. Let's talk about what else is going on in our lives. It's just, you know, we need our own time. And not to say you don't come home if you share something exciting from work or share a struggle, definitely. But, like, on a daily basis, I want to make sure, you know, you turn it off. Turn it off and come home and then turn on family life. For sure, and I, I think that's I very like that
1: you're also advising, great. like, th- like avoiding shame, like shame at work, where it's I'm a person and I can connect with you, and it doesn't have to be about work. Because I think that comes up a lot at home. The idea of being ashamed that you have to, you know, in certain circumstances, do some prep before or plan, and that in different industries it looks differently at different levels or different years, especially when your kids are really little. Um, the picking up the laptop or even now in the circumstances we're under the working remotely, we can feel a lot of shame about having to divide ourselves. So I like that, like um, mm-hmm. advocating for let's just connect as people so that we can be better when we get back from lunch.
3: And It is so true. And honestly, what I've learned because I've been in New York for nine years, and I can be honest, I'm at my fourth company. <laughs> um it's been a struggle for me to really find a place where i can connect and feel happy about like who i am and my growth with my career and i've learned along that way that it is about the company where you work really plays a large role in that if you don't work with people who are supportive of where you are in your career what you want and just of you as a person like, all of these things we're discussing can be so much harder.
1: No, and I love that I yeah. will echo Athena's um, highlighting of the confidence that you're promoting, because I love the idea that our listeners are going to hear. And what we've encouraged is, like, figure out the right thing for you. Like, it sometimes it's the season mm-hmm. where you do need to, like, be flexible or take on a little less outside oh, of the house, okay. all of those
3: considerations,
1: Mm -hmm. but it's also to have that confidence that you know what's the right fit for you and what's going to work for your family.
3: Definitely. I know another thing about myself is that I'm kind of, I push myself really hard. Like I want to go into work and I don't want anybody to think anything is going to distract me. I want them to know that yes, I can be the next level up and I can do this and I can do that. So when I returned to work last year after my second child, There was so much going on. We had a lot of restructuring and I took on so much and I didn't want to ever say, no, I can't do this. No, I can't do that. And I was working later than I should have after having a newborn, but not being forced to on my own, doing it to myself. Mm -hmm. And then after a few months of that, I guess for the new year, I realized, no, Andrea, you have to make some more boundaries for yourself and stop over exerting yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And I know now like that was part of like, I'm learning each time, each time I go and each year, basically, I'm thinking like, Oh, I am not bringing work home. And I'm starting with my family, but it's because I was working a little longer. (laughs) So I was working too long. So I've learned to stop overextending myself and say, No, I, I can do both. I don't have to put so much into this. I'm a I am capable, we are capable. So stop putting so much pressure on yourself. I love that. And once I did that, once I did that, I felt so much relief. Like I had less stress. I, cause I would, I implemented myself working from home. Like I, you know, they're really flexible at my company about that. So I would do it like maybe once a week and, Sometimes it would be because my, you know, the, the baby had doctor's appointments and then she'd still be home with me, even though I try not to have them home whenever I'm home. But if it was because she had a doctor appointment, she would be. So it'd be hard because she'd be here and she needed me at work and I would get so stressed out. I'm like, no, I have to get this done. I have to get this done. But as soon as I took that pressure off of myself, I was like, here, I'll hold you. It's fine. I'm going to get the work done. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about it. like, Andrew, don't worry about it. And then like a whole weight came off of me. Because I know we as moms know what we're capable of and we shouldn't push ourselves any further than we need to. We can do it. And like, I think that's one of the big messages I'm trying to like portray is like you can do it. You you'll get it done. We will succeed. It takes time. It takes, you know, you know, we have to work at it, but it, it can happen. Don't like to put too much pressure. Um, these Companies, you know, there's companies out there, which it took me a while to find, but they're there, they're there to support you. They're there to help. Um, and I think that's one of the things I've learned along the way, how important where you work mm-hmm. is.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love the article that you're referencing because it was one of the ones that caught my attention on your blog, A Story in Heels, um, how I handled returning to work after maternity mm-hmm. leave. And you talk about that, how you were working on your own accord, not based right. on the pressure and stuff. So I'm just wondering for our listeners, because sometimes we don't know what to look for in a company because we're, we may not be thinking we're going to have children, right? right. Like much, much like you, I wasn't planning planning on having a family. And here I am with four sons. So, (laughs) you know, so when I was looking at my company, I didn't think, oh, what is Mm -hmm. the maternity leave program like or or anything like that? Mm -hmm. So what are other things to look for in a company to know that they're going to be able to support you
3: during a life change? Right, definitely. It's I know it's so hard when you are interviewing to ask about their benefit package, but when you're in there, definitely, that's really important. We all know that like the maternity leave. That's a whole other topic we could talk about for a day. Um, but also having open communication is very, very, very important with your manager and your your directs above you. You need to be clear, you know, what they expect from you and what you can expect of yourself and what you're able to give. Open communication is so key. I know when I returned back, I was, you know, using the mother's room to, to um, pump. And I would go in in the afternoon and again at five and my manager didn't see me. So he assumed I'd left for the day. And I had to like, I was like, no, I'm still here. I'm working. I'm working. I I don't want you to think I'm just, I just cut out. (laughs) So it's like, I need to be clear. I'm like, this is going to be the schedule. This is, you know, this is what's happening. And they're, they're fine with that. It's just about a lot of times open communication. You, you just want to be very transparent. It's kind of when it comes to, um coming back from maternity leave it's really you because it's so hard already returning to work when you have a newborn at home you need that support um what I've also found is having which right you're not it's you never know when you're starting a new job but when you're at a company for a while having other people who have families is so great support in your, your company when I started this current role that I'm in I actually was pregnant when I started. Um I was just shy of 3 months and so when I finally told my boss boss <laughs> she was she has three kids of her own. She was like, "Oh, that's okay."
2: Mm-hmm. And I was
3: like, no, "I won't take any vacation until." And she's like, "No, take <laughs> more vacation. It's okay." <laughs> I was like, "Oh. Oh." And then she uh, herself that summer was like, "Oh, I have to leave early. It's my kids' birthday." i was like, "What?" You think i Amazing.
1: (laughs) No, for sure. And that's what I love about, you know, connecting with people like you and sharing these things with our listeners, because it's important for us to have those expectations of leadership and for it to like start to become more the norm that our society Mm -hmm. has mothers has families that have different dynamics
3: That's right. That's why I'm like, it's so important for su- us to succeed because mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. So when other people come in, they don't have to be scared. For sure. You know, we want to bring other people in and say, don't worry. I understand. You know, we need to change levels at the top so people can come in and ha- not have these same fears, right? In the future. No, definitely.
0: And, and to recognize that we have a voice, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I know becoming a mom, like the company, I'm a part of and kind of the culture is very young right so yes. it's all very fresh out of college driving my career it's all about my career and I'm like you know there's yes. more to life than a career <laughs> <laughs> you're selling yourself short <laughs> you know and so yeah. it's like being that being that voice of reason
3: mm-hmm.
0: in this like society where it's all about career and it's like well you can't have a career and a family and do both successfully um and just like the other day I was walking this woman off the ledge because she was apologizing for having to take maternity leave in a couple months Mm -hmm. and I'm like you're not the first and you won't be the last right we need people having babies to keep the human race going and even your support don't feel bad
1: is what we need right yes. you need to feel that someone in the space sees you appreciates you and recognizes all the things that it takes to like work with people
3: <laughs> yes
0: exactly and that it's not a weakness you know um right
3: exactly
0: but man i gotta say in that article that you wrote i was very jealous of your pumpery oh <laughs> like I, that should be a standard. It it, be. can I, you elaborate on how you shared it in your blog? Because it was enticing. I was like, oh my gosh, I might make believe that I'm nursing just to go in there.
3: I know it's it's, it's crazy because I definitely my for when I was when I had my first daughter, I was at another company, so I had a completely different experience. Um, and then I started this one, and you have to sign up for it before you return from work, or the day you return, and then you schedule it. And they have a separate room, and it's, it's locked based on your key card. So not anybody can just walk in. Mm. So you're, you're, you're fine there. And you go in, and they have a hospital-grade pump, a cozy See? chair, a mini fridge, and they have snacks.
0: They get it. <laughs> yes.
3: I was like, okay, I have to be honest. Sometimes I went in just <laughs> was I was like, I want a munchie. I'll be right back. Yeah, you're burning so many calories. Yeah, so that's have the whole to. thing.
1: Like for them to understand the whole point. It's not just privacy. <laughs> like there's a whole yes, thing it... with your frame of mind at that point.
3: No, it is it's so crazy the difference it makes because the atmosphere I was in at my prior company compared to this. Before I didn't like I was pumping at work, I barely got enough milk. I was so stressed. I was unha- I was unhappy at work and it all came through. Here I can go in, I'm relaxed. I was, I pumped so much. It's such night and day. And it's crazy how much where you work affects so much of your life.
1: And I think sometimes people underestimate that because working is a necessity, that it's almost like you have to just sign up and deal with whatever's happening there.
3: It is. And I'm fortunate to find the job that I'm at now. But I have to be honest, it took me a year I was at that other company, I was unhappy, it was a lot of things going on, people were just not very professional, and, and it was after I had, like, I had been there before I got pregnant, and then after I had my daughter, we were fine, and then it just started to, like, snowball, and then I was very, very unhappy to the point where I was like, I need to just walk out, but, you know, you have to pay the rent, you have to pay the bills, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't walk out. Um, and I was looking I was to the point of looking at things companies that or roles that I weren't even what I really wanted I just wanted to get out and things weren't turning out they weren't like you know what was I wanted a role wasn't happening the way I wanted or somebody else was getting it and it's crazy how everything works out because it may have taken a year but I ended up in the best role for me it's crazy how things like come to fruition like it was a hard year I was it was very hard I remember being so discouraged I'm like I can't even get a job but I feel like you have to like have and, and know have your faith. worth right yes. know
1: that there's this goal yeah. of definitely like we're constantly our taglines choose grace <laughs> like be you know hold on to grace and self-love and yeah.
3: confidence and yeah you know. yes, because I I know I keep speaking how great this particular company is when it comes to families and people are going to be like oh you're so lucky I'm like I'm fortunate now but I'm gonna I just want to be honest like it took mm-hmm. a while to get to it. yeah it's so it won't be it's not always an easy road maybe you will get that first job where it's like oh it's amazing family life for me it wasn't so it's not always like oh I just got really lucky at this it took a while it was hard it was a hard journey it anyway, finally got there <laughs>
0: Yeah. Perseverance, hard work yeah. always always pays off. And actually knowing what you're looking for helps too. Because sometimes, I know when I first started my career and stuff, it was hard to identify exactly what I mm-hmm. was looking for. But sometimes you either find it and you're like, aha, this is it. Now I hit no, like a target for future times and like future events and stuff like that. But definitely not giving up on yourself, yeah. which is exactly what you did. You knew your worth and you knew not to give up so that you can find the company that fit your lifestyle. And I think that's one of the messages we love to promote on our podcast is not just settling right. and taking what's given to you or wh- where yeah, you land, um, but know your self-worth as a mom and because mm-hmm. and, your kids are watching, right? Like your kids oh, are noticing exactly. that. <laughs> all the time, like, don't settle, go after for what you know, in your heart, you're desiring, because um, you'll get there.
3: I completely agree. And that's another point. I definitely want to talk about when it comes to my kids. I know I've always been, you know, career or into goal oriented and wanting to move forward. And now it has another reason to like, I want my girls to see this woman in a great, positive, high powered role, and that they can do it or they can do anything there wasn't a lot, you know, maybe for myself growing up of women in corporate roles, you know, we really didn't have a lot of that. So I definitely want to do this. I want to go in, I want to come home and be like, you know, I did great at my job today. And I, I got this promotion, or I'm at this level now, or at this, this job at this role now, and I want them to see it that there's, you know, this woman in these roles, and mm-hmm. they can do it as well.
0: Yeah, I definitely second that because um, having four sons, raising four sons, stomping wow. out all the stereotypes, right? It's what? like, no, nope, in our household, my husband cooks, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like men cook too and you'll be an awesome guy if mm-hmm. you actually learn how to cook for yourself, Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. and yeah, and helping them see. Um, the worth in women too and how to treat women is so important to us as we raise them. Mm-hmm. But it all goes back to that modeling for them, integrity mm-hmm. and strong character and perseverance um, to help pave the way for them no, at the same time. I,
3: and I love how you pointed it out. It's not just us showing like the young girls, but it's also the young, young men of tomorrow. that We need to show everybody, you know, how, you know, women and men should be treated mm-hmm. in the workforce or at home, any, anywhere, you know, like it's a, it's a new day. It's like, we're, you know, there's not set roles anymore. We can all do the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week.
1: So Andrea, what is mending you this week?
3: You know, it's, it's been some challenges because my husband actually had to go back into the office, so I've been working from home with the, the young mm-hmm. girls at home with by myself, but I actually am enjoying it, and to be honest, having this time with my girls mm-hmm. sends me every day. I would come home from work before, and then by the time my husband came home with them, my three-year-old would be asleep. So there would be days, like other than helping her get dressed in the morning and put her, putting her in her bed. That's all I saw. Mm-hmm. So seeing her every day and spending time with her and trying to like teach her, oh, that just gets me. Like, I almost... <laughs> I almost don't want to go back to the office. I'm like, can I? <laughs> I know people might think I'm crazy, but it's hard and it's funny my friends who grew up with me if they hear me they're like what you like being from kids um i'm like yeah i you know there's definitely the challenges it gets hard when you have two little ones and they're both want something at the same time and you're trying to like get on a conference call <laughs> um, like i hear you I, my team heard me say that this week stop <laughs> vacuuming your daughter do- your sister um, but, whoops wasn't on mute. <laughs> yeah i didn't realize that um, Seeing her, she, it's this is like a, a personal story. I think it has to do with my last job and me being a new mom with my three year old and not having like originally like knowing what to do with the kid. Like, I never changed a diaper before I had her, and I still did it <laughs> for the first five days. My husband like did everything. Um, I think, I <laughs> think he was a helicopter dad. Um, <laughs> He completely is. He's am- like, I'm very fortunate. He's amazing. He does, like, he's 100%. He does, and I always said this when I had my first, he does everything I do except for breastfeed. Um, <laughs> which, unfortunately, you know, you can't do. Um, but I felt like he might have taken on more to take off of me, knowing that prior I wasn't very quote unquote maternal. Mm-hmm. Even though after I'm like, I can do it, I can do it but I think he took on more. So Mm. she was very, very, very attached to him to the point. And then I was also at this job where I wasn't happy, stressed and everything. So I almost felt like I almost couldn't do as much. Um, But after a while, Mm. I started getting a little jealous. Um, I'm like, I don't think she likes me very much. Uh, (laughs) So now, like within the last, like good, like a little less than a year, We've gotten a lot closer and spend more. I try to make more of effort with my three year old, especially after having a newborn. I don't want you know put too much and make her even more like pull away. And so having this time with her during the week, like I am honestly loving it. Like I I get to be this mom that (laughs) I never imagined. That's so great. I don't know if that's yeah. I I it it's really. An interesting journey, I have to say. Being the person, I can't
1: (laughs) even like kids, other
3: people's kids either. Um, Yeah, I was like, "Hi, amen to that." oh, your kids so cute. Okay, okay, what are we eating? uh Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh my god, let me see. Exactly,
1: those are other boundaries Um, that like motherhood um, just like totally throws in the wind. You're just like
3: (laughs) completely. I. I, it's cr- I would look in her and I'm like I don't who is this person but I love this person that I've become and like I feel like my kids my daughters are are mending me each and every day like I was so I, I don't know if I had all these walls up or what it was exactly but I'm so open to so much more now and I just I kind of love this little <laughs> soft side I don't show it I don't try to show everybody but uh, <laughs> that's beautiful you know (laughs)
1: that's beautiful oh
3: thank you I yeah I yeah I'm hope I'm hoping I'm teaching her you know that's one of my concerns I you know she was supposed to start get into a school in March and then everything happened so I'm like oh no I hope I'm able to help you know what you might be missing out no, and so also you have to worry. be I
1: keep telling her, it's like be gentle uh, with yourself that they get it in phases that they with how much we talk to them and what we're involved in and who we are as people influences so much too aside from structured curriculum so you know just trust all of that the love the right. nurturing the time all of that is gonna happen. yeah
3: I and I'm definitely putting in the the teaching of okay <laughs> I know you're only three, but you can make your bed. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're home.
0: Let's learn how That's to fold sure. that blanket. That- and and they'll surprise you because they know a whole lot mo- more than they let on. Because mm-hmm. when I remember when my older kids were a little younger and stuff and we would take them out. I'm like, Oh, you actually know how to set a table. Oh, they're great. Uh, at thank you for
2: letting me know. Like,
1: they're things that only
0: happen at school <laughs> and they don't tell you anything about because
3: they're not gonna do yeah. it at home. They're the best. <laughs> I- I've heard that they're so much better with their teachers than at home. I'm like, oh, so Athena, what's that, mending yeah. you this week? Definitely.
0: Yes. I would say my youngest. He's mending me this week. Uh, <laughs> my two year old, because he's just been cracking me up. And he's just uh, he thinks he's a man. He gets very upset if you call him a boy. He'll oh. be stomping his fist <laughs> up against the table. like, no, call me a man call me a man that's what he's been yelling to his older brother who's 18 and actually an adult (laughs) he's like he's like okay man i don't understand why i still need to feed you if you're a man but okay (laughs) but um even like during this quarantine time he's trying to wean himself off (laughs) of naps (laughs) because he's trying to keep up with everybody and all the action So he'll be sitting down. Like yesterday he was sitting down and we're watching Wreck It Ralph or whatever. And we're like, Phil, are you awake? Because his eyes were open, but he totally looked like he was sleeping. (laughs) And he just like jumps up and he's like, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. They really think they're missing
1: something. I'm like at that time, like in in nap time. Nothing (laughs) is happening. People want to do nothing. That's why we want you to nap.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he's actually experienced during this quarantine, like, kind of that, it reminds me of, like, the cartoon Fraggle Rock, when one <laughs> of the characters stays up all night to see what they're missing, and then I was like, okay, you're gonna have a Fraggle Rock night, because I'm going to sleep, I'm sorry, nope. I can't hang with you, man, it's one in the morning, I'm tired, I gotta work tomorrow, and so... Me and my husband went to sleep. The other three boys went to sleep and Philip was just downstairs with the lights on, just sitting there. And I'm like, so I woke up a couple hours later. He was passed out on the couch. I'm like, he really tried to hold his own and see what happens in the night. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely um, I have to give so that's what's to
1: because me. my mend <laughs> is that she started to do <laughs> ballet with my daughter Sophie so she's on the iPad virtually facetiming oh. while Sophie's zooming her ballet teacher and I have to tell you it just makes my day first seeing my sister do ballet because I was so totally not her you know her um vibe when she when we were younger and my daughter just well first she just dismisses me and it's like no it's just and she has to show her what to do, and she loves it. So it's totally mending me to see that despite the distance, um, Athena and her piglet can have, like, that quality time. It means the world to me. <laughs>
0: that oh you're welcome it's it's awesome to see how (laughs) unflexible i am it's just it's just so sad i'm like she's like sophie teacher sophie (laughs) during that time teacher sophie is telling me to (laughs) bend and i'm like i am i'm sorry that me bending doesn't look any different than me standing up straight
3: (laughs) like i'm trying
0: (laughs) yeah
3: everything gets harder now i'm like is that my hip
0: hurting like yeah Joy, pain, oh. Ugh, the worst.
1: <laughs> like, what is this? No, For sure. But Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. It's been really lovely connecting oh this gosh, way. Thank you. And oh. everything you had to share for our thank audience, you. it's really valuable for us to encourage each other, give each other hope, make it realistic, but really grounded in that we should be true to ourselves and like what, what our families need in order to help kind of allay that torn feeling
3: yes definitely um thank you guys so much for having me i really enjoyed it and i hope um, everyone else does as well
2: and for our special may mother's day messages los mensajes especiales para el mes de mayo y felicitando en el día de las madres De parte de Mildred Rottenberg, a su mamá Mildred Escobar. Mami, en esta fecha tan especial y sobre todo en este 2020 en el que estamos celebrando el Día de las Madres diferente debido a la pandemia. Quiero que sepas que me siento la mujer más bendecida de este planeta por ser tu hija. Gracias por tu amor incondicional, por todo lo que has hecho continúas haciendo por mí gracias doy a dios por tu vida y por la tecnología que hoy nos mantiene unidas a través de la distancia te amo mucho y te llevo por siempre en mi corazón
1: choose grace when you feel torn choose, choose grace